Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome everyone to another episode of the JSB Games Cast. I am your host Rob, aka Zen. Joining me today are my wonderful friends Ryan. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah. Was able to take some well-needed time off from uh, work. I'm kind of on my PTO right now, so that's good. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, outside of that, uh, things have been great. Uh, finally, got to see the girl Cami in action. And I'm oh, yeah. super excited. I, I I was already excited for Street Fighter Six. Now this was just like icing on the cake, and now we know why we saved Cammy for last because she looks in yes total bias on this, but she looks the best in game for me. They they knew what they were doing. They a hundred percent knew what they were doing. You know, it's it's pretty good. Cammy's for you. She's always voiced by Sawashiro, so that's a plus for me as well. Mm-hmm. So we're we're all eating. Yeah, all eating good. Yes. Um, Drew, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm I'm here. I'm existing. Oh no, existing. We're all existing in this wonderful journey called life. Eh, existing in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to play some games. That's yeah. all there is to it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, joining us this week, back, uh, Cats. Welcome back. How are you? Hello. Am I? The, the power is growing once again. Mm-hmm. I am staring at it. I'm not. I can't afford them, but, you know, games, games do be piling. Games, <laughs> games continue to pile, and we cannot finish them at a fast enough rate. And the issue is Feb- February just just dropped a, like like a whole bombshell of new games that I want to play, and that's not good. Yeah, it's that's it's rough. Time, man. It, there's not there's not enough time to do everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, on, on my end of things, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's been a long day. We recorded the anime podcast earlier today. Oh, um, yeah, I got to catch so, a little bit of that. 
Yeah, I saw you stop by in the chat for a little bit. I appreciate that. Yep, yep. Um, so, so a little housekeeping on that for anybody that is interested. We did start a JSP anime podcast headed by Asher Pino Grigio. Uh, it it is live every other Sunday on his Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Pino Grigio. Pino is spelled with a one. Um, and then it goes up on podcast services in audio form, as well as the video podcast on YouTube the following Monday. Um, so definitely check those out if you're interested in anime. This week we talked about Blue Lock. Um, it is a, the, the show is basically a book club style thing where uh, every other week somebody picks a show for the rest of the hosts to watch. And then we kind of discuss and, and talk about it. Um, so this next episode is going to be Dr. Stone. So uh, mm. if anybody Ooh. wants to, That's a good one. yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with Dr. Stone. I think Asher hasn't seen it yet. Um, so it's going to be really fun getting uh, fun for me rewatching it and fun for for us to get his opinion on on his first time watching it. So uh, definitely look forward to that uh, coming soon. Uh, with that preamble out of the way, it is another week. It is another week of video games. We have all been playing, I hope, a bunch of video games. Uh, if not, maybe some interesting ones. Um, let us start with Ryan. Tell me about these rhythm games. Um, yeah, this week, uh, because like work and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. I've been like taking a lot of my time off just relaxing, stuff like that, it's been more or less a rhythm game week for me. Um, uh, two games that I played, um, DJ Max and, uh, Muse Dash, uh, both had recent, like, DLC updates. Uh, Muse Dash added, uh, six more tracks to theirs. Um, and they're also kind of, like, the more challenging, like, as the tracks as far as they've, uh, like, introduced or anything has been probably the more challenging tracks that's been added. Uh, but it's like the my uh, I think I'm pronouncing this right. The my my DX collab is what they added, like six different songs from mm -hmm. from them. Um, mm -hmm. So pretty fun tracks. Um, Muse Dash continues to be like one of my favorite games to play. And then uh, DJ Max did a collab with another rhythm game that I talked about a while back, which is very similar to DJ Max, and that's uh, Easy Two On. Um, yes. So DJ Max uh, added a few of their uh, tracks to their uh, library, which I'm going to assume is going to be in vice versa soon. We're easy to on. We'll probably add some DJ Max tracks to them. I'm noticing a lot with like those rhythm games or anything. They, when they do collabs with each other, um, like a lot of them do that. Like DJ Max did a collab with Muse Dash a while back and then, then vice versa. Muse Dash let DJ yeah. Max add some tracks uh, to their thing. So like it's funny like how there's so much different crossover with a lot of those like different rhythm games because um, it's like, oh, yeah, I heard this song in this in this game or, oh, yeah, this song in this game and things like that. Mm -hmm. So. Um, but yeah, both of them a lot are, of cross promotion in that genre. It, it really is, which I mean, I, yeah. I think it's kind of cool, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, oh man, I, I bought both of these, so now like I'm gonna have you know a lot of crossover with it. Where I almost hope it doesn't end up being kind of like the same thing. The good news is, it's just a very small mm -hmm. sample of the tracks that get added to each one, like mm -hmm. you know, 15, 15 to 20 songs, stuff like that. So but still, it's kind of interesting. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm playing DJ Max, but this Easy 2 on songs in here, so I could play that track in this. And then yeah. it's the same for, like, Muse Dash, where Muse Dash has, like, 
the DJ Max, but then they also got a lot of, you know, different Toho collab tracks, which is, you know, really cool and things like that. So, um, so really that's all I kind of been doing, uh, with that. Um, I also did, uh, dive back into playing, uh, Project Diva again, uh, because, uh, the Eden Project added, uh, more songs. Uh, so mm-hmm. now there's like 152 songs added from them. Um, <laughs> great. Now the total is like four or 500 songs. Uh, like 380. 380. Okay. 380. So All it's right. like, uh, so it's, yeah, but it's to your point though, it's still growing, especially with like mm-hmm. when you add on like other packs, like the F second, uh, pack and everything, um, and playing through that where you replace some songs with like the F second versions of them and stuff yep. like that. Um, but it was kind of cool because uh, I was actually playing a little bit of it before um, the podcast tonight and everything. And one of the uh, guy that is like, or the person that's like the head, head like modder of the Eden Project actually stopped by the stream. Um, oh. So that was really, <laughs> so it was kind of cool. Like I, I didn't, the name didn't register until like, I was playing through one of the songs, which was like uh, uh, Vampire, I think it was, from there and everything. Mm-hmm. And like the person typed in the chat, hmm, this chart's a little a little more difficult than it should be. I'm going to make a note of that. And I'm like, wait a minute, are you a modder of this or anything? And then they were like... Uh, I'm, I guess my title is I'm the head (laughs) modder. So I was like, and then like I saw their, their screen name, it was, um, palm tree, uh, freak was, uh, their handle on Twitch. And sure enough, I started scrolling through some of the songs and I see that name on, uh, on the charts that was, uh, the mods and stuff like that. And I was just like, Oh, all right, cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, So that was pretty dope, uh, for, uh, for that to happen like and it was like my first like uh, second stream i returned back to streaming on twitch and everything so like that and this is like you know here it is second time uh show on twitch and i get someone from that community stopping by and like oh hey you're playing this neat uh it's also it was also kind of reminiscent to remember when i was doing the uh rcb learns a while back and uh, i was one of those mm-hmm. was uh, them fighting turds and i had one of yes. the uh q a testers from that game actually stop in the chat and start talking about things stuff like that it was like it's kind of cool like when certain things like that happen and stuff like that so um For sure but um it was kind of a little bit of a hoop and trying to get project diva to work again because it did an update and i guess it made uh the project eden mods not work so the game wouldn't launch so i had uh, a, it, was I had, a, it was an official update mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah that sometimes kills mods yeah so um so i had to go back and like try to re-download the new update that would allow me to still play the mods but it was a little bit of a struggle because like when i tried to download it from like the google drive because it's way too big of a mod download it's like 29 gigs right oh, so geez. so it's not like it's not like something you can just download through the game banana and things like that and everything so mm-hmm. i'm trying to download it through its google drive and like it would get halfway through and then it would just like say network error and then it's like oh forbidden so it kept like pausing itself so i had to go through another route which is downloading through archive and it was like a six hour download because it, it wasn't it, like because it's like archive is not the best web service to download anything from because it doesn't yeah 
yeah yeah it's, they, they, they have like the cap on the, the download speeds and yeah, stuff and yeah yeah so yeah that was a uh, that was a struggle so i was like well i'm gonna let this go overnight i'm just gonna go yep. sleep. <laughs> so um but like they added like it's like with the project eden the version four that they did with it they've added the new tracks they also added a bunch of different um vocal uh different tracks too so like there's a couple of those tracks that there's an english version of some of them and stuff like that and i would listen to that and i'm like this sounds weird um uh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, like what one song and i think it was vampire actually had like seven different vocal versions of that one alone in there and i'm like wow that's a lot <laughs> you know lord yeah they so, basically took every fucking version of that song. basically yeah and even like uh there's uh the one there's one track from uh um ado ado i think her name is um that uh is a, there's a miku version of it and then there isn't the actual version with ado singing the actual track so mm. um so like they like i said they they really went ham on like the uh the uh this version of uh the project eden with a bunch of different tracks and a bunch of different like vocal versions of each track and stuff too so um but yeah that was kind of a cool like i said that was kind of cool with the uh the the head modder stopping by the uh, channel to check it out and like is like of all the channels that come through you come to mine interesting um so <laughs> so that was uh that was kind of neat um going through that um like i said it's been kind of just chill for me as far as uh the um you know just playing just rhythm games kind of chilled so like that still kind of grinding through scarlet nexus and playing through it a little bit um and uh you know, but really haven't made much uh headway as far as like story to kind of talk about what's going on with with that and everything um <laughs> and then uh yeah just uh hype to see uh cammy and her redesign which is top notch which we, i mean we already saw the redesign but seeing it in motion and uh seeing how it looks in game it was like mm -hmm. phenomenal that's why they delayed the game to june they spent that extra time for cammy it's exactly <laughs> what they did um oh cammy yep and shout outs to making the super be the animated movie uh, yeah that super. was really cool that was like uh, when i saw like because i was watching that trailer at work actually i was getting ready for the live stream at work that we were doing and I saw the tweet come about and they had the trailer and I'm like, oh, okay, let's check it out. And then, yeah, when I saw the, uh, when I saw the, that's that being put into the game as one of Cammy's supers, I was just like, I completely geeked out. I was way too hyped for my own good. Uh, yeah, it's, that. it's super cool that they're just like embracing like all of the Street Fighter history, right? And, and like finding some way to add all these little little details and callbacks to just like older things mm -hmm. um it, it, it was really fucking cool yeah um, it, it, and along with that trailer i this is the first time where i saw zangief and i was like this this is really cool version of zangief this is that is the best version right. and like i yeah. i am not a geef fan i hate grapplers yeah. i hate fighting that bastard in in the game but this is by far the coolest version of geef in yeah. this game I, honestly like for a lot of characters it's like the coolest version of 
all like, all of these characters. Yeah, exactly. Like like Ken's redesign is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. I love what they did with him. Chun's redesign, where she's like now the Sifu master and everything, so like that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Jury being more senile and everything is is great too. Like her being a nutcase. Is, She's a Twitch streamer. Oh, very much so, and everything. Um, I find that Yuri's like this is a term, the most normal version she's ever been. Like she's not, well, <laughs> it's just normal, and she's still weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, but like everything they did with the game and stuff like that, and everything, and like it was funny um, as well. Like watching, because I was watching uh, some of the reactions, and everything too, and like I, I never really thought about it, and like. Um, Maximilian actually brought up a good point with it too, uh, mm-hmm. where the way they did the characters, like even the beefy characters, right? Like they, yep. there's there's like some, I, I don't know how they did it, but it's like they've really embraced this direction of like trying to add some form of realism while still keeping the zaniness of Street Fighter in a sense or anything. Mm-hmm. Where like mm-hmm. you you like like Geef got jiggle physics, like he got body he fat did. physics and everything, and so it's like. This is like they did that so well, like in showing like the beefier characters. While yes, they're you know buff and muscular and all that stuff and everything, there's still like some form of body fat that like you can still like see the difference between them when it's just like in natural state or then you know being completely flexed up. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's natural. really cool to see. Yeah. <laughs> so. um but I also like I know I'm fanboying over Cammy. Don't blame me. You know, Cammy's always Cammy's been my main forever. So like I've always played that character in every single iteration of fighting game that she's been in and everything. But like they also like made her seem like they made her she seems like she's a lot faster somehow, some way. And they also made like where her attacks have just, just there's like a brutality to like her attacks and everything now and everything too. Like there's some mm-hmm. impact with like the stuff that she's doing. Like even her super mm-hmm. that she did, like the level three and everything. Yes. And hearing she's like the next. Yeah. I was just like, Jesus, like, man, no, she you figured like she'd be a, a little relaxed with, you know, bison no longer exists and everything. Oh no, she's more calculated and and like more focused than ever. Like she's a, trying to eliminate the entire threat. Like it's just kind of crazy, like how they like just embrace that with her and her thing, and then of course pose, you know, pose. Uh, oh, of course, the the cat stretch. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. that's exactly what it was. Uh, the the <laughs> new Jacko pose, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but I have a picture of Jacko doing Cammy's pose. Actually. I saw, I saw that. I saw that on Twitter. There was, there was. Uh, a- yes, it's full circle. Let's go. <laughs> so now we're just missing Cammy doing the Jacko pose. Um, yeah. but, uh, that's kind of everything that I've, uh, kind of dove into and stuff like that for the week and everything. Nothing big, nothing special, but like just <laughs> revisiting, uh, the rhythm games. Cause I do spend a lot of time with those. Cause those are just, you know, easy to pick up and just start playing imme- immediately. And I don't feel like I have to carve out like five or six hours to make it a progress into a game, you know? So yeah, uh, just been, uh, just been kind of, uh, playing those and everything. Sounds good. I like that. I like that. Uh, cats. Hello. Hello. What have you been up to? I have been 
just playing gacha games actually oh i i feel you <laughs> yeah but i did manage to get my hands on wanted dead and wild hearts mm-hmm. and i i'm gonna keep wanted dead short because i kind of refunded it it's not oh, really great it's is it is it because of the technical issues around it no it's a it's oh. even by itself really? i think it's a great game if it existed mm-hmm. in the ps3 era but playing a mm. PS5 era now, it's really outdated to say the least. Like, like the pacing is weird. The the I like the idea of it. Like it's a hybrid cover shooter, hack and slasher. Mm-hmm. It kind of works, but it doesn't know what it wants to be. Like when you actually play play it, like if the 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 melee combat, it feels it feels clunky, and mm-hmm. it like it's trying to be Ninja Gaiden, but not really, despite being made by the team who made Ninja Gaiden. Hmm. The shooter part is like... It's weird transitioning from like, let's say, Devil May Cry, and then suddenly you're playing Gears of War. It's just, right. it's just a weird transition to me. Like, it just doesn't feel right. And there's... And like you said, that there, there are bugs like I can shoot while ducking under cover through the cover I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm ducking under, so it's kind of weird. Oh, that's that. extreme jank. Yeah. Yeah, jank. And... I don't know, the story is, I think it's weird too, it's like you're, you're like this war criminal and you're giving a second chance to do something, I didn't make it that fast, so I didn't exactly find out what you're supposed to do, yeah. I just know I'm, a, I'm just here to kill, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... The, the story is definitely something that like I, I figured would not be like anything that I'm breaking. Uh, but it's it's interesting hearing that it's not vibing with you mechanically because I feel like the one thing I've heard from some other people is like this game is fun, but the bugs are really are what's killing it. Uh, so that that's interesting. Hmm. Maybe because I came off playing Hi-Fi Rush, so my standards are like well, everything. <laughs> everything feels bad after you come off Hi-Fi Rush. <laughs> and you're only talking about like the best action game to ever release. Like, yeah, that's a problem. So, Wanted Dead to me just feels extremely clunky, really slow. Yeah, the cover shooter part is actually decent, but like I say, transitioning into and out of it is like it feels like it doesn't know what it wants to be. That like, like I say, it's just weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you really have to play to understand. Also, sure. in between missions, there's like mini games. It's like okay, we're gonna storm this some some rich guy's office or something. Then we just kill him, and then now it's like a ramen mini game. And then suddenly we're playing yakuza. All right, weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like just I don't know. And then there's like karaoke sessions as well, which is also a mini rhythm game and stuff like that. And then there's shoehorn in shower scenes of the. The female protagonist, like, like it, it doesn't need it, but mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's just weird. It's like, yeah, I don't know what what the the guys back back in what was that team's name? You made Ninja Gaiden. Uh, the original team. It was made up by the original team who left, <laughs> and they made this new team to make wanted it. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think there's too much crash, clashing design opinions in this game. That's why I end up refunding it. I can't stand it. <laughs> Not that mm-hmm. one is really dated. Like I say, if it's if it's in the PS3 era, this game will be probably. What's the amazing. name of this game? Wanted Dead. 
Wanted Dead. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Now it's all now it's all clicking together. Yeah, I've yeah. I've heard some things about this game. Um, yeah. It's it is a mess to say the least. Uh, there, there there are some some serious jank to it. The voice acting is laughable. It's, I would describe <laughs> the voice acting as. Japanese writing English. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, you know, I love you know, that. It's I know exactly English what you mean by honest. that. Yeah. Oh, and there's also like a black dude that's like deaf. Or, I think he's deaf or mute or something. So he signs curse words, and the <laughs> subtitle shows that it's re- that, that's the only cool thing I found about that game, actually. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he signs. Then, then the subtitles like like, like there's like like a. Clearly, there's a fuck there. I'm like, <laughs> I'm mature, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, that's like the only thing I found amusing. And the writing is basically that. It's, it's very... A Japanese trying very their hard, hardest to be American type of humor. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, so, it, so it, it, it like, comes across weird. Yes. It's... I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I can clearly tell you're not American. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they just wanted them. I didn't make it five. I played enough that I can refund it, and then and I'm getting wild hearts. <laughs> no, no wild hearts. Wild hearts looks really hard. It's there's so much to love about this game, except that it's plagued by optimization issues right now. Yeah, the patch already came and it didn't fix a lot, but it did fix my slowdowns on my on my five year old PC, so I, I, at least I can play it properly now. Okay. We'll take that. Small patches, small small gains. Yeah, hopefully they further optimize it because uh, slowdowns still happen, but only during like four four men heavy heavy fights that's happening, and when like the whole forest is crashing down on you, it's like okay, sure, I'll take it. I'll take that. That's my PC can't render like like five million trees being break down at the same time. <laughs> I'll take it. But but yeah, if you're a fan of Monster Hunter and you're writing Wild Hearts of I thing you shouldn't because this game has a lot of good things that uh, World and Rise couldn't do I would say because they have a legacy to uphold. Yeah. Well Hearts have nothing because of new so they can try like new stuff and I'm really enjoying the new stuff they, they brought into Wild Hearts. Stuff like weapons being able to what's it a downgrade instead of like making a completely new one because you screwed up the upgrade path somewhere you can just downgrade it and save all your materials so that saves all the grind that's uh... damn, damn good quality of life change in my opinion yeah very much so yeah and uh the game is also like no nonsense it isn't like monster hunter where okay guys we're gonna we're gonna eat we're gonna prepare the bombs and, and equipment and stuff and then we're gonna plan out the strategy None of them were hard. Even the game was like, okay, we load up, you load the game for the first time, set your brightness, do you want subtitles, streamer mode? Yes? No? Alright, okay, you're, okay, let's go. There's no title screen, you're in the game already. Oh, wow. They just started yeah. you off. They just threw you in, in there. Yeah, it's like immediately press, press W to move forward. I'm, I'm like, game, I haven't plugged in my controller yet. Please have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then after doing some graphic filming, the game the game just goes. It's like immediately teaches you everything, like how how to move, how to fight. Then you meet like some weird old guy that gives you the game's entire gimmick, which is building. 
You can build mm-hmm. stuff. In- they call it the Karakuri system, which you also need to get. Uh, uh, what was it? Materials from like chopping trees, breaking rocks, to, to just doing like like your usual gathering in the modern monster of the game. But you, they all becomes a thing called tread, which allows you to build stuffs like walls mm-hmm. for you to climb on and stuff like that. Oh, one one thing about Wild Hearts that did very differently from Monster Hunter is that uh, the world is open. It isn't instant, like, it's permission, and then you go in and you hunt and you get, no. The missions are persistent. It's almost like Breath of the Wild persistent. Oh, uh, I didn't you know do, that, actually. Yeah, you do have a town. You can go in and out of it. Like, But mm-hmm. going to the town, surprisingly, is quite late into the game it's not early because you're stuck res- rescuing people at the start of the game but if it's like a very extended tutorial it slowly brings in mechanics they don't dump everything on your on your lab like immediately okay so okay, the onboarding is pretty good then yeah yeah onboarding is great but i find that the story they want you to take it seriously but it's like not that interesting is like, oh my god, you're a hunter, you gotta save our village, man. It's like, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, monsters invading village, please save. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's like the geekiest of it right now. And uh, the way they introduce that part of the story to you is like, okay, you met this young girl who happens to be a blacksmith. And then they're like, okay, now build a camp. I'm like, wait, what? Build a camp. You can take this cave you found, put a camp camp sign in there, and now this is your your recall point. You can teleport here, back here anytime you want. Mm. And can I you... think that's amazing. You can build teleport points anywhere you want, and I literally yeah. in the middle of the field, like in a in the edge of a waterfall. I don't know why you want to do that, but you know, you just nice. build anywhere, and it becomes a point where you can just fast travel to anytime you want. I love that. Can you? Is there no limit to how many you can make? Uh, right now, I think there is, but okay. it's not a hard cap. You just need materials. And there's, there's a thing okay. called like dragon trees, where if you awaken them, then you like unlock a spot on the map. Like it just opens up like a whole area of the map that you haven't explored yet. Then, mm-hmm. then you can get rid of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the best part about the build buildings in this game is that when you put down like a contraption, like maybe like a spring spring chair for you to jump on, a wall for you to climb on, it persists. Like if you want, you revisit the area, it's still there. Those things don't break. In fact, if they does break by by natural causes, like maybe a monster ran through here and accidentally broke broke down your tower, right? It will just regenerate itself. It's so cool. Oh. It's only until you say, okay, I don't need a tower here anymore, and you break it down, and then it's permanent. If you break it down yourself, do you get materials back? Yep. Full refunds. <laughs> full, I love that. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm in. Nothing like a full refund. I'm saying. Yeah, this game, is just, just it, it just wants you to, to plan out everything in terms of where you want to build stuff. It, they really double down on the Karakuri mechanic, and I, I love it. it. It's what's making me stick to this game right now. And I haven't get to the weapons yet, <laughs> which I will get into in a little later because mm-hmm. i'm not done <laughs> the character system like, like i said you can build anything like you can stuff you have like shortcut enablers also like like uh like a rope you can just shoot like a rope from like one edge to another edge and then now now you have a shortcut you don't have to climb the mountain every time anymore you can just glide through it 
Yeah, I was hearing about like creating these zip lines uh, everywhere. Yeah. I was like, mm, I'm getting Death Stranding vibes out of this. I'm just gonna make zip lines all over the place. Yeah, and you you can do that. And again, that that the permanent until you say say it's like it's not it's it's fine. I got gotta yeah. move to something else. It, it's really cool, man. Like the uh. the game is just like it does what I want from one hand. I didn't know I wanted from one hand in in here. So yeah. All right, adding to my cart. <laughs> <laughs> I would say right now be. Just, just be, be careful with the game right now. It's really janky. I have crashes yeah. happen post-patch, and I'm like, meh. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was honestly what I was waiting on, actually, because I, I did hear the launch, especially on PC, was was messy. Um, so I, I was hoping that that last patch that they did fixed a lot of that stuff. Hearing that it's kind of middling, like it's still... Clearly they fixed some things, but not enough. Um, I might wait for another pass on it, or, or the, maybe I'll just pick it up on console. I don't know if that runs better or not. Uh, no, it doesn't. The patch is only for really? PC. On because right now it's really bottlenecking the your CPU for some reason. It's like it doesn't know there's there's a graphic card in your in your PC right now. Oh, it's doing yeah. It's the same problem as Monster Hunter World and Rise on PC actually. I don't have that issue. Uh. I don't have any issues with either of those games, funny enough. Maybe you're your lucky one then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Though I, I do know, especially with World, people had some issues with it. I, I thought Rise World was, was, bad. was better. Okay, I think World was bad. Yeah. Because I, I was pretty diehard on World, and I was like, the, the early days were pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I get to the weapons now, and there's like eight. It types, yeah. It, it types kind of because every weapon in this game, well, not every weapon, but uh, some weapons have different modes. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, you start with the standard katana, it's like, it's like basic katana until you, the game tells you, okay, now hunt this big kimono. They call it kimonos in this game, like basically Japanese or beast. Yes. Uh, okay, so the first, the first hunt they ask you to do. They really show off what the combat system could do. It's like, okay, now you have a sword, you have a katana, you can just do slashes, you press, press, like, triangle three times, you get a basic combo, you press triangle for, like, a heavy combo. It's like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But after you build, like, this weird bar, you, you notice, like, this bar shining on, on your health bar. It's like, what was that? Then after you feel like, it's like, okay, now press, like, right trigger to mm-hmm. unleash unleash your your weapon's truth. Like, what the hell? I did not expect the katana to turn me into IV from Soul Calibur. Oh, and yeah. I have a sword with brown oh, Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, now, now, now you have a whip, and you're just, just like whipping everything around, and, and you're doing massive damage, and it's satisfying. The, the hits in this game feel satisfying, actually. Mm-hmm. And you have a dedicated jump button, unlike Monster Hunter. So that. aerial combat is. Is encouraged. I think it's this is closer to what's that game called? Toki then, if you heard of it. Toki then, yes, I, pl- I played a lot of Toki then. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, the combat feels very similar to Toki then, except you have Fortnite built into it, and it's it's fun. Like uh, depending cool. on depending on what you build, like let's say you build just a simple wall, you will do a jumping wall attack. If you do a spring yeah. spring trap, you do a spring jumping attack. It's different for each. Oh, so even yeah. though they both put you like in an airborne state, they're different attacks. Yeah, they're unique. Oh, depending oh. on how, how you propel yourself off the air. 
yeah. change or how it works. And now for weapon tech tree, in, like I say, the the weapon there's a weapon tree straight up in the game. You don't have to look up wiki wikis and stuff like that to see where where can I build this one sword that looks cool in the trailer. And nah, nah, you can just just the, the trees in the game. You can just mm-hmm. just look for it and then you just build through there. Okay, I like and that. you that doesn't hide anything from you. Yeah, the the only negative I, w- I will even give this game is actually the weapon tree actually because you don't unlock everything at once you have to play through the story to slowly get everything it's like the game hasn't researched how to make a cannon yet so you have to get read do a quest to help this one one blacksmith to research how to make a cannon and then you get the cannon for for example so so that's my only gripe is like i just want to shoot bombs let me <laughs> please yeah <laughs> You do get like five choices at the start. You get like the other, the other four later on. Is there a hammer? Yes, it's called a maul. A maul, okay. A maul. Yeah, you oh. get get it start too. So it's like a starting weapon. So good. Uh, you uh, also yeah. get the nodachi, which is bigger katana. Mm-hmm. And guess what? His unleashed form is even bigger katana. <laughs> so question: uh, When when you um. When you go into like that other mode, because you said a bar fills up, do you mm-hmm. get to stay in that mode, or is it until like the bar like depletes it's itself? Kind of like an install. It's kind of like an install. Install. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and, but but not all weapon has it. So okay. there's also the bigger wagas. I that's like my main weapon right now. But I'm I might change it once I get the cannon. It's basically the blade umbrella. Hmm. Okay. It's both the weakest and the strongest weapon in the game. Weakest being because it it has power levels you have to power it up mm-hmm. through parries and the parry system is for four is right now it's really wonky for me because 20 fps gaming is not oh fun. boy true but true. If, I, if i ever get like a better graphic graphics cloud definitely mean the umbrella because it's you you are just flying everywhere you're mary poppins but deadly <laughs> yeah dead, it's a like, deadly mary poppins <laughs> Maybe Papa's out here parrying everything, man. Yeah, you have a parry that sends you airborne. You have like a lot of these like like gliding on the umbrella moves. Mm. That then you just jump jump down like you twist you spin the umbrella and you do like a lot a lot of like multiple small instances of damage. It's really fun, but except the only problem is you have to power it up through attacks and parries, and the only way to get up to level three is by parrying a lot. Okay. So this weapon is really made for knowledge checks yeah yeah it's like a leg skill barrier yeah mm-hmm. i love it though it's, it's it's so unique it's like umbrella yeah it, it sounds like, super satisfying too like once you once yeah. you get it down like that sounds really really satisfying to, to use yep you also get the bow really basic you it does have a gimmick but it's like uh it's still pretty basic for a bow weapon you get two types of arrows you get the sticky arrows that doesn't really do anything by itself and you get normal arrows which is uh like a shotgun and then you get to plant your giant ass ball on the floor and use it use it like like standing still like a turret and now you're oh, bringing okay. up arrows <laughs> and they explode like you're just chucking ballista bombs at, at the <laughs> monsters it's so satisfying and those small small arrows that seemingly do nothing now they stack you pin like 10 of them and, you, and then you bring like one big big firework arrow on them right and then you just like it's you just oh, see you know, set off a you, chain reaction yeah it's so yeah. cool how, how did they make the bow so cool they just, yeah. it's just a, it's usually just a boring weapon 
It's just that I wasn't expecting the bow to be like huge. Mm-hmm. You guys play Dark Souls, right? You know the dra- the great dragon bow? Yes. Yeah, it's the size of that. Oh but god. It's a weapon type. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah, and then of course I mentioned the the cannon. Apparently mm-hmm. the cannon is the strongest weapon in the game right now because the burst, the, the unleashed form of the cannon is just a giant laser. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's a just a gun. Huh? Yeah, it's a real gun. Basically a giant real gun. Oh my god. It. It's both a mortar and, and, and a real gun. Jesus so Christ. And two more weapons that I haven't exactly uh, gotten to yet is the claw blade and the the staff. I don't know what they do yet, but they sound they sound cool. Mm-hmm. And the weapon system is just there, but every hit feels really satisfying. And I think if you like action games, you you will feel like it's 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 cool. It's yeah, fun. It, fun. it's very cool. Also, that that game supports crossplay. Um, there's crossplay. No, that explains it. There's there's all crossplay around it, which which I feel like for for those games for hunt style games, I think that's that's really cool, right? Because it's very multiplayer focused, and it sucks when community is divided, right? True, um, I agree. There's also like these little gates you will randomly see in like the open world, and then they're basically call call for help. It's kind of like soapstones in 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 Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just randomly see like this this weird shrine gate thing and then you go to it as i need need help dying <laughs> and you're like do you want to join, join join this hunt and then yeah you can just help them in it it's, it's, it's you can just hot drop into somebody else's hunt and yeah. it's really nonsense the moment you drop in you're in you're in the middle of the fight and you kill and you all manage to take down the kimono right it's like mm-hmm. you bow and you and, and you bounce nice there, there's no like, like like hey good good job guys i don't know i'm getting yeah. the away from my world you just complete the job and then you're gone. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I love that. In and out. Yeah. And as for the monsters right now, I only fought like two, which is like a giant angry rat with flowers on it. Mm-hmm. It's not very interesting. It's like a generic tutorial tutorial monster. Oh, by the way, this rat thing mm-hmm. uh, tried to crawl into the cave camp you made in the tutorial. This implies that the camps you make are not safe oh. they may be the value, but they're not safe yeah they might get destroyed mm-hmm. yeah and the camps have so much to do also you can put like drying racks to combine i don't know how how the drying and com- combining food works in real life but yeah you can like combine multiple things to make special food so you can just stack food on food together to to make it easy to eat okay you can pickle stuff you can make small cages where you can catch uh, those endemic life to be pets. Mm-hmm. Like they can just be be like uh, a steady source of a certain material you need, so you don't have to go out hunting for them. Nice. Okay. And right. as for endemic life in this game, you don't just kill them like monster hunter. You can pet everything, kind of. You said kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can just pet, pet them and be friends and you load them and then you put them in a cage like, ha pet, pet at your own <laughs> risk. Yeah. Exactly. You can pet them, but it doesn't mean they reciprocate the, the feeling, you know. I have tried For petting sure. acid spilling lasers in the in the waterfall area before and they, they weren't friendly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I just want to pet you. <laughs> yeah, you're cute. But yeah, Wild Wild Hearts right now, I think... If it wasn't plagued with automation issues, it's 
I would highly recommend it if you are a fan of the hunting genre. It's really good. It's really, really very good. The mechanics are different enough from one half, but it feels familiar. You're different. Yeah. Like, I recommend it. Not a 10 out of 10 game, though. Still, it's still, still great. But still fun. It's cool that they carve their own, like, sort of unique spin on this genre. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to mention that it has the same problems I wanted it. It's well, mixed English and Japanese. Like, they speak English mostly, but sometimes the, the, the sentences will just, oh, no, I have like a few Japanese words sprinkled on. I was like, don't do that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Full English or turn on the Japanese dub, which they do have. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I think I showed this before. There are dreadlocks in the game. Yeah, uh, I am. Th- that team has been very good about including uh, black hairstyles in a lot of their games, and in, in like yeah. in like a really good way. Um, so I I was very excited to hear that um, yeah. that they're doing that, uh, and then in. in um, the other game, uh, the Team Ninja game that came out, uh, or the demo, the demo that's out, Wulong Falling Dynasty has like really good options as well too. Oh um, shit, I knew about it too. Yeah, yeah. So, hell yeah! Shout out to the studio. They they do a good job for for us colored people. Nice. Also, just to hype you up a little bit more, the the hammers unleash form is not really a new form. It's more like a just frame stacking mechanic where. Oh. Every time you tap right right trigger on a certain, certain points of your combo, uh-huh. you lengthen the handle and now you have a longer hammer and you just, eventually you will do the spin attack and now if you get it to like level 3, uh-huh. you are basically a very... Your hammer is now like as long as a spear and you're just spinning that thing around. Oh, hell yeah. Spin to win. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. The the, the the unleashed forms in this game is cool. That, it's just unfortunate the umbrella is like my unleashed form is very... Now get good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Wild Hearts, man. Surprisingly fun. Because <laughs> I was also writing it off as like this this weird monster hunter clone that EA tried to do it. And you know, EA isn't exactly a company of ethical practices. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a game that a lot of people were ready to write off. But I, I think the, the saving grace, sort of, was that like, it's EA published, but it's developed by Koei Tecmo. And it's like, yeah. okay, they do have experience in this with Tokiden uh, in Tokiden 2, which was uh, criminally like underplayed. Like Tokiden 2 was, was really fucking cool. It's um, stuck on the beta, right? What no, they, they, they have a PC version now. Um, it, it, it finally left the Vita island, but it, it was a little too late, you know? The the game I'm thinking of is Soul Sacrifice actually, my bad. Oh, Soul Sacrifice. Now that uh, is one game I want out of Vita, please. That yes, yeah. Uh, I would love to see that come back as well. Um there's there's a few of those games uh on, on the Vita that would be really cool. Freedom Wars would be great if that came back. Muramasa. <laughs> Muramasa, yeah. Come on, Manila, we're winning that lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> my friend RCB here needs to play that wonderful game. I'm saying please. One day, one day, yeah, let it but... just unlock everything and just put everything on PC. I'm saying, please give me a reason Dragon to play Crown. 13 Sentinels a fifth time. Oh my god, <laughs> cool! Hey, cool 13 Sentinels, my game of the year running now for four straight years. 
for four straight years soon be five <laughs> yeah get that mm. pc release mm-hmm. yep or or a ps5 remaster yeah ps5 might actually be able to handle that one part of the game which we all know oh what we're god. talking about <laughs> what if, what if it doesn't though oh my gosh wouldn't that be something <laughs> so powerful uh, ps5 can't even handle it <laughs> i'm saying uh let's keep this the shindig going uh drewstifer hello hello what have you been doing uh well i honestly don't have too much to talk about today uh i'm putting some more time in the fire emblem engage uh yeah. my feelings are pretty much the same on that where the gameplay is is really really good map design's really solid and well uh, i'll say the the story or at least the characters have taken a bit more of a turn to where i'm like okay i'm, I'm kind of on board with this yeah um it's it's very by the numbers which i mean i'd argue is pretty by the numbers for fire emblem um fire emblem for me has always been about the gameplay and supports and i guess engage is really no different um again i my my complaints still exist with that game uh which is unfortunate but uh you know it is what it is no the the tactical gameplay that I'm getting out of it is is solid enough for me to continue playing that game. Um, so I, I'm still making my way through that. Uh, in terms of other games I've been playing, I checked out this uh, platformer on Steam that came across my, my timeline just on a whim called uh, Crano Origins, uh, spelled K-R-A-I-N-O. Um, and I saw one look at the trailer and I was like, well, this might be the most Drew game I've ever seen in my life. So I decided to go ahead and check it out. And uh, what it is, is it's a Mega Man slash Castlevania style platformer. Oh, yeah, that uh, has you written play, all over it for sure. <laughs> yeah, where, where you play as a scythe wielding skeleton uh, going through stages and just you know doing platformer things and uh i get the feeling because when when i was first looking up this game there there was crano origins and there was crano reanimate and i think what crano origins is is it's like a pseudo game that was created to hold over backers and people who are interested in crano reanimated kind of like how they did with bloodstained and Um, hey, like, Drew, Drew, real quick, how do, you, how do you spell that again? How do you spell it again? I'm trying to look it up. Oh, uh, K-R-A-I-N-O. K-R-A-I-N-O. And there, there, there's two games on there. there there's Crano Origins and Crano Reanimated. Uh, Crano Origins came out, uh, I think, oh, July I see it, okay. of last year. And um, Crano Reanimated is set to debut either April, May, or June of this year. And... Um, you know, it was only 10 bucks. I had $5 sitting in my Steam wallet. Uh, so I decided, you know, check it out. Uh, have something to sort of uh, play and cleanse the palate after a three-hour-long fire and Um And uh, so, so I started playing it. I'm, in terms of length, I'm not sure how long the game is. I imagine it's not too terribly long. But... I'm about four stages in, and um, I'd probably say there's about eight stages in the game, but I'm probably about halfway through. 
That makes sense. This, this game is definitely like pulling a lot from like Castlevania and Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, control wise, it feels very much like Mega Man. Um, so you have uh, it's basically like a, a three button game. You have your you know your basic jump. You have your attack, which is a scythe swing, and then you have sub weapons, which you unlock as you go throughout the stages. Uh, what's really cool about the scythe swing is if um, you hit up in the attack button, uh, your little skull guy—I guess his name is Crano—he uh, does a little spin. And I didn't realize this, but um, uh, if you do that spin when a projectile is being shot at you, if you just frame it, it reflects it back, which Ooh. is really cool. That's uh, I didn't even yeah. I didn't even realize that the first time around because like the first enemy you encounter with a projectile are like these skeletons throwing bones in an arc, very Castlevania like skeleton like, mm-hmm. and like I was just like, well, what does the spin thing do? And like it was reflecting back and I'm like, dang, that seems pretty good. And then I was like, why can't I get these other projectiles to reflect? And then that's when I found out that it was just the just frame. And I, the bones, the bone ones were just really easy to do the first time around. Uh, so I thought like that was really cool. And, you know, I'm going through the stages and I'm unlocking and the sub weapons are like verbatim castlevania the first three sub weapons that i unlocked was a fireball that pretty much operates like the dagger an axe which basically does what the axe does Uh and uh, a bomb which functions as holy water um 100 just castlevania sub weapon uh like no shame unabashedly this is castlevania sub weapons however uh there is a limit to them uh, there is like a, a sort of magic meter, and um, each sub weapon takes a certain amount of the magic meter. The holy water, while being the most powerful, also takes like the most. And they don't do like a ton of damage, so like they're kind of balanced like that. They're definitely designed in the same vein as Castlevania sub weapons uh, to take care of enemies that are sort of annoying. Um, And they don't necessarily feel like necessary. They're cool, though, uh, especially since um, I found out. So there are these little challenge levels after each level. So there's actually probably like 16 levels because like you beat a level and then there's like. So let me rewind. When you start up the game, you're introduced to a Super Mario Brothers 3 world map. Uh, so much so in that Kratos sprite on the world map looks exactly like Mario, like same pose and everything. And I'm like, all right, that's 100% a Super Mario Brothers 3 reference. Um, And so after every level, there's like this little skull level. And basically what it is, is the skull level is like a little challenge level based on the level that you just beat. But like the difficulties ramped up a bit and there's no checkpoints, uh, unlike the regular levels. So you have to go from beginning to end. And at the end of the level, there are these skulls. And I was like, well, what are these skulls for? And then about halfway through the world map, uh, you find the shopkeeper, which is how you keep getting all these sub weapons. Um, the shopkeeper has like his own house. And at his house, you can trade the skulls to power up your sub weapons. So, for example, you power up the fireball, it makes the fireball bigger. You power up the axe, it turns it into a frost axe. And now enemies, the axe touches, freezes. Uh, the bomb now shoots out like 
a bunch of little fireballs instead of just one. So things like that, like some little avatar strength is cool. Uh, If this is what I think it is and just like a little bonus game, it's pretty neat. Uh, I feel like it might lack a little bit of identity in that it's very, very Mega Man Castlevania, but I feel like that's fine. Uh, I think next week my plan is to like report on how I feel about this game after I beat it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's also a demo available for Crano Reanimated. So I think that's what I want to talk about next week is sort of my feelings on how I think this, uh, you know, this Origins game was and how I feel like Reanimated will be. But so far, I'd say, like, the game's pretty fun. Uh, There's also one more mechanic I forgot to talk about, uh, which is something that I think is kind of cool, but is not really utilized all that well. And I would like to see it utilized more. Uh, In the air, there's also a downswipe that you can do with the scythe. Mm -hmm. And um, you get a bounce. Oh, okay. So I can see, like... Yeah, I could see, like, some really cool, like, level design or, like, uh, obstacle courses created with that mechanic in mind. And, like, that's why I, I want to reserve Final Judgment because, you know, maybe we'll get there. I'll be like, oh, man, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But so far, I'm enjoying it. I definitely want to see, you know, how the rest of the game plays out. Uh, the soundtrack is pretty middling. I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, that's probably where it doesn't borrow from Mega Man or Castlevania, where, like, the soundtrack's there and like they're definitely like 30 second riff tracks just on repeat and like the riff tracks aren't even that good so that's disappointing <laughs> like they're not bad but i definitely wouldn't turn them on in the car for sure Oh, yeah, that's that's Crano Origins. I I recommend it if you if you got ten bucks to blow. Uh, so far, it's a fun platform. I'll have more opinions on it next week when I'm finished with it. Okay, I, I look forward to hearing your final thoughts on it. Because uh, when when you brought it up originally, I was like, okay, this does look pretty neat. Uh, it, it's it it makes sense that it would be like a holdover game for Kickstarter. Like it definitely has yeah, to do it. I'm just assuming that it is like, I wanted yeah. to do some more research after I beat the game to be like, yeah. is that what this is? Cause then that would make sense yeah. of why it feels so, I don't want to use the word shallow, but you know what I mean? No, right? I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else you got for me? Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. I'm on. I'm on a break from BB Tag for like a week. Um, my octopath is in the wind. In the wind. Oh, UPS doesn't know where it is. Oh God. Um, oh, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Um, Metroid Prime is sitting on my counter. I may start that soon. Uh, if if only I just want to see how gorgeous that game looks. I really, really do. It's very pretty. Um, very, very pretty. I played a little bit more theater rhythm. Found mm-hmm. out that the tracks I want aren't coming out until July. Nice. Hold that. Yep, yep, yep. Get, get um, comfortable with Final Fantasy Thirteen music. Yep. Um... Yeah, that's about it. Okay. All right. I love it. 
Love it. Uh, on my end of things, I've dabbled in a couple of things. Well, I'll start. Um, I finished a video game. I Yay. know that, that, is, that, that is rare uh, these days. Uh, but I, I did finish Fire Emblem Engage. Um, and I, I echo pretty much the same thing I've been saying the entire time. Like, basically, Drew summed it up as well, where it's like, narratively, like, everything outside of the tactical gameplay and the, the supports is, like, mid. <laughs> right? But it, it's also the Fire Emblem that I think has, like, the best gameplay and the most fun maps in, like, the actual playing that video game is amazing. Um, so I don't know, it, it exists in a weird spot for me. Like parts of me wants to say, yeah, this is actually like my favorite one of these. Uh, but there's also enough there to where I'm like, uh, I don't know. So I, I don't know where I would place it in, in the whole like Fire Emblem tier list in my brain. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I, I, I can definitely say I had a lot of fun playing it, right? Um, there, there's things I wish there was more of, you know, I, I do, while well, I, I'm okay with like, there not be, I know like Asher once mentioned, like he wants the super children, right? Or, or some people want more like relationship stuff. Um, I'm okay with that, without that stuff, but I do wish they took the supports a little further than they do. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily end in like romance, like pl platonic friendships is great too. Um, but I wish there was like a little bit more. I wish there were more S ranks across the board, you know? Um, I feel like we, there, there was some missed opportunities for some character storylines there. Um, but I do think this game has probably overall my favorite cast. Um, there's a lot of really, really good characters here. So I just wish there was more of them. Um, it took me like 75 hours to finish that game. Uh, and that's, that's me kind of like, not necessarily speed running through it, but I I will tell you I did not do every single little thing in there. Um, so I feel like most playthroughs will probably be in that like 60 to 70 ish hour range uh, if you're just kind of like casually plowing through it, you know? Um, yeah, cool game out of 10. Um, final map was was disappointing. Uh, I, I know, Drew, you joked how like, yeah, that's kind of on par for a Fire Emblem. And it's like, yeah, but I think in a game that has like fantastic map design, it just makes it like stand out harder, you know? Oh, yeah, no, 100 percent. It makes yeah. it stand out in every other Fire Emblem, too, because you're like, what? <laughs> uh, like, is... like I, I don't know why that I think it's like a running theme at yeah. intelligent systems. Probably like they do it on purpose. Probably. Uh, I, I uh, wouldn't cause like that, that. Was, that was the running joke for Fire Emblem 6 is like Fire Emblem 6 is like some of the hardest map design out there and mm. then the final boss is like a boss that doesn't move and then that's it yeah yeah <laughs> you're like what is this um yeah the, it's, it clearly has to be like an internal joke at this point um but yeah that, that's that's basically where I sit with that game uh, I, I definitely encourage people to play it I encourage people to check it out um, it is it is a good time especially if you're into strategy RPGs it, it is a very good one of those um, it does make me want to play um, something else that's maybe like a little more serious so like 
the in my head i'm like i want to go play tactics ogre right now yeah yeah it it made me really want to go play tactics ogre so i think my next strategy strategy. will be that uh so i'm like halfway through triangle strategy um and i don't know there's something about it that's not like gripping me hard like i do i do want to finish it but like it is not hitting the way i want it to Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, if I ever get the time to, to go back and finish that game, I'll, I'll talk about it. But like, it's definitely not hitting the vibes that I wanted to, despite being also like a, a very competent and like good tactics game. It's just like narratively, it's not going far enough for me. Um, That's fair. Yeah. So. Uh, what else have I been doing? Uh, I started. I can't say say too much about it, but I did start Chained Echoes. Um, I started that last night uh, and did like the the opening tutorial segment, basically. Um, and that game seems very cool, right? Um, I really like that battle system, right? I think it prides itself on like not having typical level ups, as it were. Um, but it does have a really interesting system in that like. It's a turn-based RPG, uh, but at like the top left-hand corner, they have a meter, a gauge. Uh, I forget what they call it. I'm just gonna call it an overdrive gauge. Uh, where it's like, it starts off in yellow. There is a green spot in there. Uh, and then I think there's a red spot at the very end of it. And every time you do an attack, like your position on this gauge goes forward. Um, and what you're trying to do is you're trying to get it to stay in like the green part. Right. And if you're in the green, your attacks deal like more damage and you get buffs or whatever. Uh, But if you happen to go past that gauge into the red, like then it's it's negative effects. Right. So it's this interesting like back and forth between like, okay, I'm doing my skills to raise this bar. But also you have some skills that will like act as a cooldown and will reduce it. and you'll see like if you if you like defend it reduces it um and when you're in that that like sweet spot there are like special attacks that can that can trigger um that will also reduce the gauge down um so you're thinking about okay do i want to use these attacks to reduce the gauge and and it's just a really fun back and forth um while also like obviously doing what you need to do to win the fight so like healing appropriately or or making sure you're dealing with like the ads in a boss fight and all that jazz um really fascinating game so far um i'm again i'm only like 30 minutes to an hour into it like that first opening segment but i'm very curious to play more of it um it it, instead of like a traditional level up system you do have uh like sp that you get like skill points um and when you go to a character's skill tree uh you basically get the choice of like do you want an an active skill like a passive skill or just like pure stat boost um and sometimes you're if you pick like the active skills or the passive skills they also are accompanied by um like your traditional uh stat boost like uh, strength up defense up and all that jazz too um so it, it seems really neat. Um, there's a lot of attacks that like play off of each other or combo into each other. Um, playing around with stats effects seems to be kind of important uh, in this game as well, and I always appreciate that in RPGs. Uh, so I I will try to play more of it. Um, I don't know how long the game is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly work on it in the background. Um another game uh 
I can't talk about one game because Lewis isn't here, <laughs> but I started it because of him. I started playing the Made in Abyss game <laughs> as, a, as a meme. Oh, no. Um, because that game has some of the wildest death animations I've ever seen. <laughs> but um, but I'll talk about that next time he's he's on the show because I, I need someone to go back and forth with on that one. It, it is that game is is I, I don't think that game is very good. Uh, but I do find it very interesting. Um, and, and it does some interesting things in relation to like how that world is set up in the anime. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get into that another week. Um, but one game that I did start uh, that I've been meaning to for, for a very, very long time, uh, I finally started Lost Judgment. Oh, nice. I finally started Lost Judgment. I'm not very far in Lost Judgment. But I did start it, and I, I'm within like that first hour ish where you're, where you're learning uh, to I to see. tell Kosuke, right? Yep. Um, and breaking into the facility right after uh, he he runs into that building. Um, so so very very early on. Uh, but I'm finally in the headspace to to go through that game. Um, I haven't quite decided yet because if, if you remember um, when I was going through original judgment, uh, I had this whole thing where like I realized I don't care for the original combat system of those games, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so I dropped the difficulty down to easy for the original judgment just to kind of get through it. Sure. Um, for this game, I did start on normal. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have that same sort of uh, feeling. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens if there might come a point where I'm just like, I'm tired of these fights. I just want to want to get through the story. Um, but for now, I, I'm playing it on normal uh, and, and having a good time with it for now. Um, so it matters at the end of the day. That's it, right? Uh, very interested to see where the story goes. Uh, they, they uncovered that that body in the beginning of the the game that I'm like, ooh, this this seems kind of fucked up. Uh, um, there's going to be <laughs> quite a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seems like we got a got a crazy person on our hands. Uh, so Yagami, I, I need him to step up and figure out this mystery. Um, yeah, so look forward to more updates on that as I get through it. I'm going to be actively playing that one. Uh, it is Steam Deck uh, verified, so that is a good game for me to play while I am in bed uh, and it kind of winding down. Um, I'll try to get through that as soon as I can, because I also want to get to um, to Like a Dragon Ishin as well. Um, I feel like I'm perpetually behind on, on RGG Studio games. <laughs> I feel like I'm always one game behind. Um, so hopefully I'll, I'll finish up Lost Judgment and then I'll, I'll hop on Ishin because I hear that's also very good. Um, aside from that, I think that's about everything I've been doing. Slowly getting through uh, Hi-Fi Rush. I do want to finish that game. Um, I don't know when I'm going to finish it, but I will finish it. I promise. It's a good game. I played it's... three times already. Oh my god. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm going to read the master right now. That's a lot, oh, man. It's I, I mean, I, I, I said it the first time. I fully believe it. It is the best action game ever, ever created. I, I, I think it trumps every other action game. I mean, that's saying a lot considering how many strong action games there are. Yes. Yes. It, absolutely. Um, and I, I think this game learned from all of those and combined into like 
in, in, in a game that I feel like should not exist. <laughs> I don't know how we received this gift from God, but oh, we did. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> God is I hear. <laughs> okay. I, I highly recommend everybody go play Hi-Fi Rush if you have not played it. Um, but yeah, that, that's really about it. Um, that's it for me. Seems like Lewis did not join us this week. So we will catch up with him next week. Uh, but for now, let us go into the sign-off ceremony. Uh, Ryan. Um, you find me on Twitter. Uh, RCB underscore draws. Uh, it's basically my art account where I've been posting a lot of my artwork and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy that. And uh, like I said earlier, I did uh, start streaming on Twitch again, which you can find RCB underscore TV uh, on Twitch. Uh, those are primarily the two platforms you can find me on. Uh, that's pretty much it. Nice. Uh, Cats, how about you? I'm on Twitter as well. Caitlin Cats. Uh, Caitlin with a K and two Zs at the end because someone took the one with one Z. I still want that down. <laughs> I'm basically a retweet bot right now. So, yeah, no, nothing's really going on much yeah. nowadays. I still trying to wear my, my new, newly formed mountain of games. And it's only getting <laughs> bigger because... I do want to get Wulong. I want to get Atomic Heart. Mm-hmm. Octo- Octopath 2. There's one too. And uh, in June, there's a Taylor Mary remake. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Rise of 3 is next month. Rise of 3 got delayed to next month. Yeah. Yup. Yup. Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter. Too many games. I forgot. Uh, even though, like, I mentioned it earlier, uh, I actually did play the demo of Wulong Fallen Dynasty, uh, but I'll talk about that next week. Uh, I, I do want to play a little bit more. Uh, but if you played Neo, uh, and, and you're familiar with, like, the Team Ninja games, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of more of that. It's good. Um, <laughs> Drew, how about you? Hello. Oh, I did forget, uh, so this game that, uh, Prano Origins have been playing, by the way, Rob, had the best joke in all time. Oh, where you're going through this forest level mm-hmm. and you finally find myself. the shopkeeper. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I know you should. Yep. You finally find the shopkeeper. And he's like, oh, finally, a customer. I haven't seen one for ages. Mm-hmm. Prano tells him, well, you're at the top of a tree full of spiders. Mm-hmm. And the shopkeeper's right. Exactly. Spiders. They have eight legs. Think of all <laughs> that foot traffic. Oh my god. Oh my god. I hate it. I hate it here. It was mm-hmm. it was very good. Was it? Was it? Very good. Was it? Very good. Yep. Okay. Sure. Yep. Yep. You can find me on Twitter at JSB Totally Drew, where you can see me tweeting out my Fire Emblem apps and uh other video game opinions although i'm mostly a retweet bot these days um that or bb tag progress which is still ongoing even though i'm on a break all righty uh you can find me six feet under because that joke killed me um you can also find me on twitter at 
Z-N-O-S-U-K-E, where I talk about anime, video games, and retweet art as well. Um, You can follow Jack Savage Base on Twitter at Jack Savage Base to know uh, when new episodes of this podcast goes up, uh, as well as JSB Anime. uh, That is also on Twitter if you want to follow the anime podcast and anything that goes on over there. Um, and then you can also find us on YouTube by searching Jack Savage Base. Uh, you can find all the podcast stuff, uh, going up on there as well as the audios, uh, all the audio locations, you know, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all that jazz. Uh, we're everywhere. Everywhere. No excuse not to listen to us. Uh, and with that, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate all of you. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Later. Play Hi-Fi Rush. Please. Traffic. Hate it. I, I, I'm stopping it now.